Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Richard Dunham from Ghibli Minute. And I'm Chieko Dunham, also from Ghibli Minute. And this week we have a guest. I'm Jack Stovold from jacksdiscovery.libson.com. Thanks for joining us this week, Jack. Live long and prosper. What is the response? Peace and long life to you. Yeah, there you go. Nice. You got it. God, I did it. <laughs> you did it. I did it. <laughs> May the uh, force be with you. And also with you. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about minute 78 of the best minutes of our best years of our lives. This starts with the front door of the Corn Belt Trust Company swinging closed. And it ends with Al's disbelief. What? What? So we see Al walking in. He's recognized by the uh, security guard. Nice little touch there. Oh, yeah. I guess that is the security guard. What did you you think? It was like a bus conductor or something? No, I thought Hey, you were on my bus. (laughs) No, I thought it was the guy who he's going to talk to in the next show. Oh, the uh, Mr. Milton? Yeah. But I noticed the badge and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then we cut to uh, Mr. Milton's office. Or actually, we don't cut. We This is our first dissolve of the week. Yeah. <gasps> nice. Yeah, I had to look that up for the um, the other dissolve at the end of this scene. You don't see dissolves too much anymore. No. Yeah. The Wikipedia article that I read on it said that it started to go out of fashion when, I guess, the French New Wave ah. didn't use dissolves. used, like, abrupt cuts a lot more. Mm. But I think somebody else pointed out that they don't look quite as good. The dissolve doesn't look quite as good on uh, color film. Yeah. It's, yeah. That too. That's, that's true also. Yeah, they really do make a movie feel older when you see them. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's almost you uh, expect like the shimmer effect like, from like, <laughs> Flash right. Gordon video screens or something. More star wipes. <laughs> I'm taking my name <laughs> off of this thing. <laughs> Uh, Simpsons does dissolves a lot though. That's uh, that's something. Do they? Yeah. Well, I'm in a group that posts like humorous still frames, and people get a lot of mileage out of dissolves. Uh, okay. Where there's like yeah. two things combined that are funny looking. Yeah. So we are introduced to Mr. Milton. Mr. Mr. Milton. Mr. Milton. Mr. Milton. So I'm gonna guess that neither of you are the huge. Perry Mason fan that I am. No. No. <laughs> so I've, I've seen a few though. I like it okay. Mr. Milton is played by Ray Collins, who uh for the first uh, what four years of the Perry Mason TV show run played Lieutenant Detective Arthur Tragg on the police force. He must have been pretty old by then, right? He was. So he was kind of like uh you see this guy, this like old guy, he's very polite, but he's very uh it was a good character because he, like he's like I said, he's, you're not expecting him to be as hard as nails as he is and he's just implacable, plotting, very observant, doesn't miss anything. It's very hard to trip up, but yeah. Love him on Paramason. So I looked up a little bit of his bio. He 
started out in 1912. He and his first wife were a vaudeville team. 1912. Playing uh, playing in Seattle. He did a metric ton of stage theater up until the Depression. And then uh, when the Depression started, he moved to radio. And then he just did tons and tons of radio. He's got a good voice. Yeah, he does have a good voice. And uh, he joined Orson Welles' Mercury Theater. So he worked for a long time with Orson Welles. I didn't remember this, but he was in Citizen Kane as Foster Kane's political rival. Oh, okay. Like in the election. Yeah, exactly. All right. And uh, he was also in The Magnificent Ambersons, another Orson Welles movie, and Touch of Evil, later Orson Welles movie. The other thing that I did remember him from was this 1945 color movie, Leave Her to Heaven. It's kind of like the Gone Girl of its time. So he, <laughs> he was play, kind of played a minor character, but it's a very weird movie about this insane woman who this novelist falls in love with, and she's insanely jealous of everybody else in his life to the point where she kills his little brother by making him like swim out in the middle of the lake until he <laughs> to the point where he can't swim back and just watches him drown. Anyway, very weird movie. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> he uh just to continue our Miracle on 34th Street connection, he played Judge Harper in a nineteen fifty five TV adaptation. Oh dang, okay. Not the uh, not the original. Not the nineteen forty seven, I think one. Yeah. Yeah. How many dang miracles on thirty fourth street are there? <laughs> I mean, it's not so much a miracle anymore if it's happened more than once. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just... It's just something happened on 34th Street. <laughs> Everyday event on 34th Street. <laughs> Common occurrence on 34th Street. <laughs> As Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead sings, I need a miracle on 34th Street every day. <laughs> Yeah, so he started on Perry Mason uh, at the beginning, 1957. He stopped in 1963, so that was, what, four seasons? The show went on to, like, five more seasons, but his health was failing and his memory, in particular, was was fading as well. So, as Wikipedia notes, although clearly Collins would not return to work on the series, his name appeared in the opening title sequence through the eighth season, which ended in May 1965. The executive producer was aware that Collins watched the show every week and did not wish to discourage him. So that's nice. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, my heart. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Ray Collins, everybody. We love it. So did you guys ever watch Lost? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this dude reminds me so much of the character Anthony Cooper, who's like, Turns out to be Locke's dad, and he's also Sawyer. Spoil alerts. Do you remember that guy? Uh, I think I think the actor's name is Kevin Ty. I... He looks kind of similar, and he has like the same kind of oh, smirking yeah. way of his face. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that guy's like a scumbag. This guy, this guy seems to be a nice guy, but they're, the vibe of these two is very similar to me. The Yeah, the face is the mm-hmm. same. Like the face, the hair, and the like mm-hmm. the way he curls his lip, yeah. smirkingly, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He's a very um, spider perched at the middle of his web kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, 
he's a, he's a guy used to sitting in back rooms pulling strings. Mm. Yes. Oh, okay. I watched Lost. I feel like when I was sick, I think, or just I okay. just remember not feeling well, so I don't remember too much of it. But I do remember being in the room when it was on. That must have been a long sickness. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just talking about this vibe here. Oh, this vibe too. Yeah, yeah, that's too. <laughs> I was, I was well when I watched this movie, <laughs> so I do remember this movie. Although, yeah, but he's not doesn't seem to be not as a bad guy in the movie. Yeah, just he is like don't loan things to people who don't have money. But other than that, he's like other than that, don't give stuff to, be... to poor people, and that's <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, he's a capitalist. Yeah, so... Well, that's pretty, pretty standard, so... He's yeah. as good a person as a capitalist can as be. As a capitalist can be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is yeah, that... See, he seems like a pretty generally nice guy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't mess with his money. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, uh... I think, I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh... P. Diddy in uh, Made. You guys ever see that movie? <laughs> No. John Favreau and uh John Favreau. And uh Vince Vaughn. Oh my god. It's, Made? It's like a gangster movie. No. Like they go they're Oh, M A D E? M A D E, yeah. Oh. Okay, I was thinking M A I D. No, not M A I D. So like, like uh, Made in Manhattan. Peter Falk is this mafia boss that sends them on a mission to New York. They interact with P. Diddy at some point. P. Diddy is in the movie. At some point, Pitita says, now you're messing with my money. <laughs> it's like, now, before your screw-ups were just amusing, but now you're messing with my money. I never dreamed that Peter Falk and P. Diddy would be in the same movie. <laughs> John Favreau made it happen. He did it. What a hero. Yeah. I mean, he, he launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe, launched the Mandalorian, and he brought P. Diddy and Peter Falk into the into same the movie. Into the same yeah. movie. We're... Clearly living in the best timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All we had to do was uh, put up with a couple other things. <laughs> <laughs> Just some minor things along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a little roadblock, a little snag. <laughs> anyway, is that uh, is that Abraham Lincoln, in the, the bust? Um, I was wondering, in the, I don't, in the picture, you mean, on the wall? Not no, in the picture. The... There's a bust. There's like a oh. small sculpture behind, behind Al. Al. Oh, I think, oh, yeah, I think that is Lincoln. That looks very Lincoln-esque. Yeah. I don't know who that picture is. Yeah, I've, I thought it would, I'm like, is it a president? But it's probably just supposed to be like the founder of the bank or yeah, something. Yeah, so, yeah, some bank trustee. And it's probably not Keynes. So Mr. Milton gives Al a cigar that are coming in regularly from Havana now. <laughs> Ooh. It was, that was fine back then. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And then he talks about the uh, difficult business situation. Strikes. <gasps> taxes still ruinous. So I didn't, I actually looked up. People messing with my money. No. Exactly. That's, now you're getting it. <laughs> Apparently there was a wave of strikes in 1945 and 1946. There was 118 strikes in Detroit. In just wow. one city. In 44 Damn. to 45. Wow. Okay. 
I'm just going to read a little bit for the Wikipedia article. Throughout the Second World War, the National War Labor Board gave trade unions the responsibility for maintaining labor discipline in exchange for closed membership. So closed membership, that means that, as far as I can tell, you could have like a closed shop versus a union shop. A closed shop is like you had to join the union before you got hired. Union shop is you can get high, you they could get hire anybody, but after you get hired, you'd have to join the union. So the closed shop was a little bit, the union had a little bit more control over who got hired. Okay. Okay. So they had, they had a lot more power. But then, I don't know if that ended or something, but this noted that inflation was 8% in 1945, Ooh. 14% That's... in 1946. Ooh. Good lord. Oh, and my God. 8% yeah. in 1947. That's a, yeah. That's a spike. Okay. Now I see where Fred's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I didn't realize that strikes were such a big thing after the war, but apparently they were. And then he says the taxes are still ruinous. So I did look up uh, the the Revenue Act of 1945. Per that act, individual income tax rates, the top rate fell from 94% to 86.45%. It's the top rate. I think that's like $2 million over. Over $2 million. Well, yeah, I guess back then they actually used to tax yeah, rich people. Oh, yeah, so totally. He was probably oh feeling gosh. it. <laughs> and uh, corporate tax is probably what he's more concerned with. Yeah. The tax rate dropped from 40% to 38%. So corporate tax was still 38%. Uh, the next tax act was 1948. So it's still ruinous, but slightly less ruinous. As, yeah, as he would say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they have a little discussion about Stee. Stee, another fun name. <laughs> yeah, is it Stee or Steve? And I'm pretty sure he says Stee. Yeah. Stee. Which is an unusual name. Yeah. That's a fun one, too. Especially in a bank, yeah, like almost, in this office you almost, setting. You almost expect Mr. Belton to correct him. Oh, you mean Clary? <laughs> <laughs> Sticky Stee. Yeah. Stee. <laughs> Stee. Oh, wait. Do you mean Philip? <laughs> so Al says, I wouldn't want to push him out. Like, what kind of That's... corporate ladder climber is Al? <laughs> anyway, come on, guy. You don't know how to play the game here? Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> what a stooge. What a stee. What a stooge. <laughs> uh, yeah. My next note is just we get like a full view of uh, a front view of of Mr. Mr. Milton. Milton. Ray Collins. Yeah. I love it. Just his apple cheeks. I just find adorable. Yeah. And his nose. Yeah. He's like, very... why was he the yeah. judge in the Miracle on 34th Street? Why wasn't he, he Santa? Santa. I know. Yeah, he could He could be a great Santa. Yeah, his, his rosy cheeks are very, very cute. I'm sure that it's more of a makeup thing. Yeah, I it's... don't know if, like, he's buzzed from the uh, <laughs> lunch cocktail or... <laughs> I'm sure... And uh, when, they're, yeah. when they're filming in black and white... With the makeup, do they just put charcoal on the face? <laughs> I recent I had to do a black and white photo shoot, and like the colors didn't matter, but you still kind of I, the contrast. You still use like blush, yeah. So I think, but it's like green and purple. Um, I know. <laughs> I think in the thirties or twenties they used green as eyeliner for women. Yeah. Wow. 
to make those eyes Have pop. you guys seen like this gif that's been going around recently or like a little video clip of a uh, color video of Boris Karloff in the Frankenstein makeup? Oh. No. Does he look crazy? It's, yeah, I mean, it's like, wow, he's green. He really is <gasps> oh, green. Oh, he's green. Oh, he's green. Oh, he's green. It is green. It's not easy being green, especially not easy being <clears throat> Frankenstein. It's not easy being seen as green <laughs> on a black and white screen. Hey. Hey, uh, <laughs> listen to my podcast. <laughs> Just ask Steve. Just ask Steve. <laughs> Love a good double-breasted suit as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, uh... Mm. <laughs> I have notes uh, for tomorrow's minute <laughs> all about their wardrobe. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. We're set on that We're for tomorrow. That tomorrow. <laughs> it's in the wings. So, uh, Mr. Milton offers Al a salary of $12,000 a year. So, compared, uh, that's over twice... What Fred was making in the army. In the army. Yeah. It's over six times what Fred would make as a soda jerk. Wow. Pretty good. Shall I go to my inflation yeah, you should. calculator? Yeah. yeah. I want to feel poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was kind of depressed watching this because it's like, that's only basically, that's still like half of what I make. And <laughs> this is like 80 years later. So yeah, it seems like a pretty good salary at the time. Yeah. In 2020 dollars, that would be $169,433. Yeah, that's that's good. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah. Making bank at yeah, the bank. Making yeah, bank no, at the bank. Shabby. It's all about making money. That's right. Make money. Make money. Yeah. Make money, money, money. Okay, anything else for this minute? No. Nope. I'm gonna get into the wardrobe tomorrow. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah. Let's talk. Okay. If you like this episode, go back to wherever you got it <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> and get another one. If you lost access to whatever that was, pull up your Apple Podcasts, pull up your Spotify, pull up your Google Music. Stitcher or what have you, or you can go to thebestminutes.com and find uh, all the episodes there. If you want to talk to other listeners about this uh, here podcast, and then you're on Facebook, you can go to the group Butch's Place, the best years of our lives, Listener's Cafe. If you want to engage on Twitter, look for The Best Minutes handle on Twitter. If you want to catch up with the Chico and I, look for us on Twitter at Ghibli Minute. If they want to catch up on Jack's Discovery, where should they go, Jack? Uh, you should go to com, And you can also find that on Facebook as Jack's Silly Little Friendly Neighborhood Star Trek Discovery Podcast. Facebook has a character limit for pages, so I couldn't put in the full title, which is Jack's Silly Little Friendly Neighborhood Star Trek Discovery Short Treks Picard and Lower Decks Podcast. But uh, check it out. Yeah. A lot of Trek talk yeah. there, as you may have surmised. Can back that up and slow it down to half speed so you can run. Get the full <laughs> <title>. <laughs> yes. And uh, Richard pops up on there every now and then, too. Yes, yes, I do. All right. In closing, join us here next time on the Best Minutes Podcast.
Hey, Joe, you better hurry up out there, because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor. 